Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica, and I have a beautiful soul here today. Her name is Brianna. Brianna, welcome to the Rising Star Project. Thank you. Awesome. So let's get started. I know all of our listeners are really curious on um, discovering their higher calling and kind of working out the nooks and crannies. And it sounds like uh, the business that you've started is a very spiritual business. Can you give us a little background about what it is that you do? Yeah, well, my, my business is called Soul and Celine. And um, it's, it's kind of a lot of different things right now. And I'm trying to uh, work at focusing it a bit down. So um, one, it's um, an online marketplace where I make... Um, different kind of ornaments and altar tools and crystal pieces that we can wear and use in our daily life. And then another part of it is offering ritual remedies to people, um, helping them through um, whatever challenges they're going through and um, just um, bringing in lots of different elements of crystal healing, energy work, um, witchcraft and shamanism. There's a lot of different elements working into my business. Okay. So what, so I'm just curious just to kind of further elaborate. So what's the problem that your uh, products solve? Uh, well, uh, a lot of it has to do with connecting us to mother earth and grounding us. Um, I work with a lot of dried flowers and crystals and also materials taken um, from foraging on the island that I live. I live on Vancouver Island. Um, so I would say that most of my marketplace items are aim to really ground us um, and connect us. 
Okay. So um, let's see. Let's, so what's the biggest problem you're having in your business? Well, my biggest problem is, right now is probably time management. I left my nine to five two months ago and I, um, I've been a museum curator for about seven years now. And so it's been challenging transitioning. I'm not a person who's afraid of change, but I have witnessed that I've been fearful of this transition and therefore it's making me act a bit slow and making my goals realized. <laughs> so time blocking um, is something that I've really been struggling with. Okay. So then let's, we're going to get to, bo- to the bottom of a few things. So one of the things I want to focus on is exactly the problem that you're here to solve. That's probably going to be um, instrumental in your marketplace and making sure that people know that you don't just sell um, trinkets and crystals, but they actually solve a specific problem. And so we'll kind of get to the bottom of that. And then we'll look at the time management and see where there's um, a little bit of chaos going on and see if we can kind of pinpoint how to, how to bring that um, how to get that problem solved. So let's get started. I'm going to talk about the, the three main signs in your chart are your sun sign, your rising sign, and your moon sign. And I'm sure you already know you have your sun in the sign of Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really interesting that you were born on December 11th because anytime someone, and I actually, I think you might be the first reading that I've done that's born on a double digit, um, like 11 or 22, I'm actually born on December 22nd, but when you've got the 11 in, um, or any kind of double digit, uh, when you look at what the meaning behind that is that they're often referred to as the fool. And I talked about this in a, uh, my shadow, uh, self workshop around, um, around basically the fool is kind of like the opposite of, of someone who is um, trying to outwardly please other people. So instead they kind of go in their own way. And for that, they're really admired for. So um, I think it's really this, the very first thing I want to talk about is just like, it really is encouraging you to, to go all the way and n- don't worry if you, if you fall off the ledge because there will be something there to carry you and um, that it's perfectly fine. And it's, it's actually a gift. Okay. And then you've got your rising sign in the sign of Virgo. So that's also interesting. I have my rising sign in the sign of Virgo as well. So Virgo is all about, um, they, they're analytical. Um, they are, um, they're definitely the people that are all about selfless service. They want to be of service. That's where they get the most, uh, where they feel the most worthy. And the interesting part of this is your ascendant sign or your rising sign is is basically how other people view you. So your sun sign is how you view yourself, which is in the sign of Sagittarius, but your rising sign is how others see you. So it's very different the way that you see yourself with, you know, your sun and Sag, that's that's very much about freedom. That's very much about um, foreign culture and philosophy and higher education and um, spreading your wings and flying and um, maybe not even... uh, maybe on the flip side, not wanting any strings attached kind of thing. And, but then other people view you as someone who's organized and methodical and, um, you know, loves to please other people and loves to uh, serve other people from their higher self. So it's an interesting combination there of how you potentially see yourself, but then how you see how other people see you is, is much different. 
You just described me to a T. <laughs> really? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm kind of chuckling over here because, yeah, that, that really is um, exactly how I view myself and how I think other people view me and what the feedback that I have received from other people. So that's really spot on. Okay, cool. Well, we're, I'll kind of show you how it pertains to your business in a, in a minute as we kind of continue to go through this, but it's going to be instrumental, this rising sign, because we're really going to play into it. Um, but I'll go into that in just a minute. So your moon sign is in the sign of Capricorn, which is also an interesting placement. Um, my son is in the sign of Capricorn and, and Capricorn is, I, I don't know, maybe it's just because I am Capricorn, but there, they, there's a mystery to the Capricorn. I, I think they might, I think they might be the most misunderstood um, zodiac sign. In that, on one hand, they are seen as practical, uh, maybe even a little. Um, it's, it's interesting that you said the problem you solve has to do with like connecting to Mother Earth because they are an Earth sign. So like material, like physical things, whether it's money whether it's real estate, whether it's nature, there's a, there's a connection there with Capricorn. But the interesting part is that your moon sign represents your emotions. It represents your soul. So when we're talking about a higher calling, we really want to look at how it makes you feel. And I know like a lot of, you know, business people would say, keep your emotions out of uh, business. But when you're talking about a higher calling, it's actually the part that fuels us. Mm. So when we look at Capricorn, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which is, we're going to talk about Saturn in just a minute here, um, but he's a little whippersnapper. He wants you to get to work. But when you have it in the moon um, placement, it's basically like your, how you're feeling has to do, is, is really going to sway to the left or to the right based on how secure you feel, how protected you feel, and how respected by others you feel. Okay. So whatever you're, whatever, you know, as we go through this reading, whatever we need to, we really need to focus on is, you know, how can you, uh, yes, we're going to talk about time blocking, but I think the bigger question here is how do we satisfy Capricorn? Um, she's going to love it if you time block things out, but there's that flip side. So the interesting part about Capricorn is, is they are the sea goat. So they're the only earth sign that has a fin. So that water element, but it's underneath the surface. So if you think about a seagull on the top half is this goat who's climbing the mountain, you know, getting to the top. And then on underneath the surface, where it's not very um, seen, a lot of people even refer to Capricorns as like either cool and collected or calm and callous, uh, you know, hard to, hard to read. But it's only because underneath the surface where that fin is, is where all of their deep emotions are. So on some level, emotionally, and this soul work that you're doing, there's this, there's this mystery part of you that maybe you, you don't feel comfortable sharing um, maybe some of the, the fluidity, the, the, the water part of your Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you find yeah. that at all? Yeah, I do. I have a hard time um, being trans... Um, really opening myself mm -hmm. and sharing my emotions. I'm, a, I'm comfortable sharing portions of my life, but it's hard for me to share emotions and how I feel. I'm, I understand girl. I'm the same way. So 
this is a really important piece of the puzzle as we go through, you know, really getting this problem solved in your business. So I'm just going to take this one step further. So you have, you also have your Saturn in Capricorn, which is a very harmonious placement because Saturn already rules Capricorn. And actually we're just getting ready to enter into Saturn and Capricorn on December 19th. So I believe for the next two years, we're, our ruler is going to be in the placement of Capricorn. So it's actually a very desirable place for someone who's got um, Capricorn moon or Capricorn sun or even a Capricorn ascendant. So um, this, is, this is basically saying that if you work hard, so Saturn wants you to work hard and he will reward you fruitfully, um, whether that's monetarily, if it's real estate, if it's um, a happy home, whatever that ends up being for you. Uh, but he just wants to see that you're going to work hard. So it's interesting that time blocking is, um, is, a, is a problem right now because all he wants you to do is take those steps and, and work hard to achieve your goals because that's his natural placement. And in Capricorn, he wants you to climb the mountain. He wants you to acknowledge your emotions. And he wants you to see that you're doing little things every single day to kind of show him that you're working on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, you know what? I actually, this really is hitting home with me because over the last few weeks I've witnessed, um, you know, the challenges that I've had and every day I make smaller and to bigger steps, um, whether it's changing a ritual that I do every day or, um, exercising, no, anything. I've been making those small shifts. So that's really good to hear. Perfect. Well, it's interesting. You have your 10th house, which is uh, known as your midheaven, and that's uh, ruled by Taurus. So Taurus is another earth sign. They love comfort. They're creatures of habit. Um, they're, I like to refer to them as the snail of the zodiac because slow and steady wins the, the race for Taurus. So it's kind of like the tortoise and the hare, like he's definitely the Taurus, uh, tortoise. And uh, so in your career, he's, he's basically saying like, I'm going to work hard at this and no matter what, I'm never going to give up until it works. But the other flip side of Taurus is that, but he, his main goal is that eventually that hard work is going to pay off so that he can go relax in his kingdom. He can go um, sit in, sit in his cushy couch with his uh, fluffy blanket and, you know, eat his food and all these things. He wants to enjoy the fruits of his labor. So it's a little different than Capricorn where Capricorn, um, they have this, um, because they're, they have this deep, deep seated desire for respect. They are always constantly working towards something, but your midheaven, which is your career house, um, this is basically um, what you're going to be doing in exchange for money has to do with, you know, working, and, um, you know, it's ruled by Venus. So there's even beauty. So the, the planet of uh, beauty and compassion and love and actually law of attraction has to do with Venus. So anything that you're going to put out there career wise, if there's any beauty component is if there's any like luxury component, um, something that's going to appease uh, Taurus, that's going to be uh, something I would look at as far as like how, I mean, it sounds like what you're selling is beautiful. I don't know if that's packaging. I don't know if that um, has to do with the problem that you solve, if it has to do with um, even helping other people feel um, 
more relaxed in their own skin, more beautiful in their own skin, um, shower them with love, that kind of thing. So we'll kind of, I'm going to go into the 12th house. It'll start to uh, hopefully start to ferment a little bit better here, but your 12th house is ruled by Leo. And the reason I look at the 12th house is because the 12th house is all about your karmic debts. It's your subconscious. Um, it's kind of, it's the 12th house in, uh, in general is ruled by Pisces. Um, so all of those like mystical, psychic, all those things that has to do with the 12th house. But it's okay. interesting that you've got Leo ruling that 12th house. So if you think about Leo ruling like the psychic, like the uh, mystical um, subconscious, it's, that's, it's a very interesting placement, which is also interesting because I believe my 12th house is um, ruled by Leo as well. So what the 12th house tells me from a business standpoint is that the person that you're here to serve has, is, is a Leo archetype. Okay, so okay. let me just explain who Leo is. So the people, I don't know how much you know about the people that are shopping in your marketplace, but they basically are highly creative. They are highly organized. They have an entrepreneurial brain. They love to be adored and they love to adore others. They basically love praise. Like if you think about lion, you pet them, they feel, they feel like they're on the throne, but they also love to give and shower that with, with other people. So there's a few ways that we can look at this. One, we can look at um, your marketplace as potentially a hub for gift exchange, you know, praising other people, gifting them things. Okay, that's one angle that we could look at. Another angle could be that um, you target the, the, uh, the creative entrepreneur, right, okay. who is um, looking to build their empire, but they also want to feel amazing, right, because that's Leo. Leo wants to shower um, adoration and be given adoration. So this could also be these purchases that he's doing um, to make himself feel better, um, to make him feel more like the king, so I'm curious, like, like maybe let's talk a little bit about what you know already about your ideal customer and how we can kind of weave this into the 12th house. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know a lot about my customers yet, actually, and that's probably not a great thing, but I'm just learning. Like I, I feel as a healer, my target audience is basically anyone who is um, – comfortable now with making this step to heal themselves you know people who are open to that so my that's interesting yeah I haven't totally thought about my store target audience actually so yeah I, I guess given that I'm making a lot of alter things and metaphysical tools that my target audience could also be people who are looking to heal themselves and are looking for those creative elements to add to their everyday life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, well, let's just kind of dig in. Let's talk about Leo's shadow. So if we're talking about the archetype of basically who this person is that you're here to serve. So on the flip side, so where there's all these beautiful qualities of all of our Zodiac signs and um, there's also shadows. So if you think about the shadow side of Leo, that's where they need healing, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and like, I'm sure everybody's, you know, seen 
a Leo at a party gallivanting and, you know, being the center stage. Um, but the flip side of that, you know, is, you know, what happens when they're not on the stage, right? Do they lack self-confidence, right? When, do they feel arrogant or come off arrogant because they act like a know-it-all of some sort? So there's these shadows. So when you think about your rituals and the things that you're selling, it's your, think about the shadows of Leo and that's going to um, be a clear indication of the, the problem that um, your ideal customer is experiencing and your okay. product solves that problem. Okay. That's good. I know you mentioned in your application um, for this session that um, you're thinking of adding um, a, a lifestyle website with some life coaching. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, I'm working on my website right now and I want it to be um, a kind of a hub where people can go to communicate with another and find lots of different sources on the on the things that I'm presenting. So there might there's going to be like a blog component and there's I'm hoping to create kind of a community component where, you know, people can um, people can do more than just comment, interact. I'm kind of just building that idea right now. And then my services will expand from my products to my life coaching and my crystal healing. And I'm currently in the process of um, getting my crystal certification. Um, and I'm also taking the Gabby Bernstein um, masterclass to learn, um, start my life coaching. So I have a lot to offer and uh, I'm, I'm wanting my website to be kind of a hub for all of that where people can go, you know, I don't want to just have a website that links to my store. I want it to, you know, really help people and help myself too along the way. Love it. Okay. So then let's, let's think about this for a second. So if we're focusing on this ideal customer who's going to visit your website, they're going to shop in your uh, marketplace. Um, they're going to be part of your community. So Leo, you know, they, uh, they, there's a strong desire for them to be influencers, right? They're ready for the stage. So if you think about all the articles or blog posts that you're going to have on your website and these um, rituals and crystals and all these things, if you really think about, you know, if I made my whole website to serve the people who truly want to go out there, um, uh, get on stage, so to speak, and um, influence other people for the greater good of all, there's no reason why um, you wouldn't have an infinite amount of material that could serve the person that's really is like a Gabby Bernstein, somebody that does want to go out and um, is comfortable in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. But they have their own shadows that they probably don't show other people because they're a public figure or they have this, um, they're kind of putting on, I don't want to say a mask, but they're putting on um, their gear to uh, attract these people. But there's also those, uh, those secret shadows that they're, um, you know, that they're working through on their own because we all have shadows. So it's just kind of something for you to think about um, as far as like, and it, it just seems like. Um, I didn't um, say this already yet, but your, your kismet client is what I refer to as an ideal customer, but your kismet client is basically you three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go back 
and look at, you know, who were you just three years ago before you got all these certifications, before you um, started getting into life coaching, before you started, um, you know, learning about shamanism, all that stuff. Like, who was that person? And you take that information and you start um, molding your marketplace and molding the articles in the community around that person to serve them and where they are now. It's like you're meeting them where they are now versus trying to meet them where you're at right now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's a really good tip. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So let's look at, um, okay. So we're going to do, we have about 10 more minutes. Okay. So you've got your North node in the sign of Pisces and then you've got your South node in the sign of Virgo. Okay. So your South node is basically, um, these are your talents that you've actually brought over from past lives, um, things that just naturally come to you. They're your natural abilities. So your south node is in the sign of Virgo. So naturally, you're organized. Naturally, you're here to be of service. All those things that kind of just naturally, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the person that doesn't know their calling um, would not have their south node in Virgo, like a South node is already being of service to somebody. It's like that, whatever you were doing, whether you were a healer in a past life, you were already being of service. It was a natural place for you to be. Okay. Okay. But your North node, your North node is your destiny. This is where the challenge of this life um, is here to take you on a different road. That's that's uh, taking your natural abilities, but now it wants you to go further. And interestingly enough, you've got your North node in the sign of Pisces. So again, we're now looking at the highly spiritual, the highly psychic. Um, some of the shadows of Pisces could be addiction, um, being a hermit. Um, uh, basically, Pisces has basically taken a little bit of all the zodiac signs because it's the last sign of the zodiac and they're basically they have a little bit of everybody in them this is why they're so intuitive this is why they just kind of get things uh through the sixth sense through the third eye all that stuff so for me when i'm seeing this seeing that you're already selling spiritual um trinkets and garb and things like that mm -hmm. the challenge here is how like, will, how deep will you go with it? And I think that's a question that is like not conflicting with your moon in Capricorn or the Saturn in Capricorn, but normally because Capricorn keeps the emotions on the, on the down low, on the DL, it can be a little tricky for Pisces because all of those emotions translate to being more psychic. Mm. Okay. So... You're, okay, so we'll kind of like do a full circle here. So you've got your sun in Sagittarius. That's how you see yourself. Higher education, um, always learning, philosopher, foreign cultures, all those things that kind of um, light you up inside. But to me, the sun sign, I always say, is like your secret sauce. You know, it's the part that you kind of, you sprinkle it on everything, but it's not necessarily like in your face, like come travel abroad with me and I'll be your life coach. It's not, it's not like in your face. It's where if you sprinkle it. So like, for instance, let's say you have a ritual kit that is about shamanism and 
Um, maybe you talk about and inform them about, you know, how shamanism um, is a great healer and all that stuff. But then you kind of sprinkle in, you know, I don't know, some things about Peru or whatever, you know, some interesting little facts or something, but it's not necessarily the thing that you lead with. It's mm -hmm. just the sprinkle. It's the secret sauce on top of that product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So basically let's, okay. So if your kismet client is, uh, the archetype of Leo, they're the creative entrepreneur, organized, love praise. They are the influencers, all that stuff. And they, that person sees you doing this selfless service, right? Your ascendant sign is in Virgo. They see you as someone that can serve them in order to help them reach that next level in their business, reach that next level in their creative endeavors, in their, um, help them to um, stand taller on their platform. Um, so you actually become a very important um, piece of the puzzle in their success. Okay. So when you think about the time blocking pro um, problem that you're experiencing um, of really nailing down, perhaps the reason that it's been difficult is maybe the game plan hasn't yet been figured out. Like if I know that this is my ideal customer and I know that the big reason why I'm selling all these products is because of X, then I know that the next step is, well, what are those next steps for me to achieve them? And maybe that just hadn't been figured out up until now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, if my, my vision is clear and my game plan is solid, then I'll be able to manage my time and then just see, I'll feel more motivated and I'll feel, um, like I, I obviously I want to do, um, accomplish my goals. I'm just having a hard time moving into action. But if my game plan is solid, then that, that'll just come naturally, I think. So that's great. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of wrap this up. Let's make sure that you know what those next steps are so that you know exactly what you're time blocking out and that it's going to work towards a longer term goal. Okay. Okay. So let's think of it this way. You've got this marketplace, you're getting the certification in crystals, you're launching a website all about life coaching. Um, so seeing that we've got this and we're trying to satisfy the Leo archetype, right? We're trying to either give them a platform to shine or help them heal um, their, their shadows so that they can shine brighter. Right. Okay. Yeah. I would say those are the two plates. Like either you're creating the platform where they can shine brighter or you're actually helping them heal their shadows so they can shine brighter. Or maybe it's a combination of both. Okay. Yep. So, okay. Let's figure out, a medium. Okay. So if, do, like, do you love to write, do videos, do audios? What's like a preferred method for you? Uh, photography actually. <gasps> okay. Okay. So then let's use the, the, the media of photography to appeal to this Leo archetype. So how are we going to use photography to attract Leo so that they can gain the tools and the insights in order to help them shine brighter as they go on to be influencers and creative entrepreneurs. Okay. okay. Hmm. 
Like, do you take, do you take <laughs> photos of people or what do you, how, what kind of photography do you do? I, what I do is I, um, create these crystal grids. They're not necessarily the traditional crystal grid where you're manifesting and, um, things are coming to you in abundance. It's, um, I create these, um, designs and I use different flowers and different crystals to create a design and then I photograph it and then I'm able to share people share with people that photo and then what that photo means. And so I can, you know, list what's going on in the photo. And um, uh, sometimes it just comes to me naturally. Like I just feel called to use these specific materials that day. Um, and then I also um, photograph, you know, my musical instruments. I do sound healing, things like that. But the way that I'm able, I just have like visions in my head mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I, and then I just mm, try and shine that through in the photograph. And then when I share the photograph, the words just come naturally. So through my photography, the, the writing does, does come. Yeah. Okay. Works. So let's, <laughs> let, me, let me just kind of, okay. So Basically, you've got all of these tools in your toolbox, and it sounds like there's a whole bunch of them. It sounds like just from the short time we've been on the phone, I'm like, wow, this girl just has a lot of wisdom. It's probably why you're a Sagittarius. They just love to like learn. It's just like part of, it's embedded in your DNA. So yeah. you've got all of these things. You've got sound healing. You've got crystal grids. You've got, you've got so many things. So the big, the big question here is how, because this you want to satisfy your moon sign, right? You want to make sure that you are, um, fulfilled, um, you know, emotionally and with your soul and in that, and because it's in Capricorn, you know, you want to be respected for it. So what about creating what I like to call a signature system? Mm -hmm. And it's basically taking everything that's in your toolbox and organizing it into a step-by-step -step system that solves an urgent problem for your kismet client. Okay. So if you're thinking about life coaching, this could actually be a life coaching program, whether you work with people one-on-one -on -one or in a group, small group, and you utilize, you use photography, you use the crystal grids, you use education because you love that, um, you use um, crystals, you use all these different things, but you do it in an organized way. So let's say, let's say for instance, you had six main things that you wanted to focus on. You wanted to do sound healing. You wanted to do photography. You wanted to do crystals. Maybe there's a little shamanism or like nature work, or I don't know what it is. Um, so you organize those into six steps. And so your program potentially could either, it could be six months program. It could be a six week program. It could be um, uh, six days. It could be, I mean, whatever, just, you're basically going to cover the gamut. And, but the main thing is once you look at all of those tools, and you know that your ideal customer is a Leo archetype, just now we're going to position, we're going to market that program mm. to serve that person's problem. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So if you're thinking like, okay, so my kismet client, um, their biggest problem maybe um, is, let's just, I'm just going to pull out randomness, like, um, being authentic um, uh, when it comes to self-confidence or showing um, – because, like, you know, you think about Leo, they're already, like, loving the platform, but there's a shadow to that, which is, like, it could be, like – I don't know. It could be, like, 
inner self-loathe. I mean, just because they're putting it out into the world that they, you know, are so charismatic and all this stuff, there could be the shadow of like, I'm still working out all these other things, even though I, I really feel the most comfortable in my skin um, being on stage or being in the spotlight, but there's still, there's still some suffering on the shadow side. So when you go to create this program, potentially, it's just one idea, obviously, um, just make sure that you're, you're talking to the spiritual part of Leo, right? Because that's your north node. That's your challenge is how do I talk about the mysticisms and the, and the psychic and the intuition and all that stuff in my programs and have that attract Leo? And that's where I think you're going to get into the play of like, wow, my, um, my ideal customer has so many gifts, but with every gift, there is a potential shadow. And I think that's where you could start using the language of how spiritually um, educated you are from all the th time investment you've done in your higher education and bring that to this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that this, this all totally makes sense. And knowing that I need to appease the Leo archetype is so, so helpful. And I think it was last year or something, I received a message from Spirit that my purpose is to learn and to share that knowledge. So this really is falling into alignment with um, everything that I'm already feeling and every, all my goals that I'm trying to achieve. So this, this is so great. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. I mean, it's very interesting in this, like your person is not that different from you, but they just have a, they have different problems that they need solved and you have so many gifts. It's like most people are telling people to focus on one thing, but if you could actually organize all those gifts so that it's like sound healing, isn't going to be the way that to solve the problem. You need sound healing this, this, and this, and then the problem will be solved. So it becomes a it becomes more of a holistic experience, mm -hmm. not just like a one-off. Yeah. And this is also helpful because um, one of my biggest challenges, which is a great challenge to have, is that I have so many ideas and I feel like I have done a lot of different training, have a lot of different life experiences, you know, with all those things that I mentioned. And so I've been having a hard time focusing because, you know, I always hear, you know, pick one or two things and, and hone in on that. But I'm so interested in all of these things simultaneously. So this really gives me a way to perhaps incorporate all of those things within one program instead of just singling out a couple different things. Yep. It's the red thread. I think that's where you're at before you can get to the time blocking um, mm -hmm. part of your business. It's what's the red thread that connects all of your area of expertise. And it's basically the problem you solve, you know? So if I know that sound healing um, and shamanism and crystal gridding and all this stuff, I know that by the end, the end problem that it solves is, you know, greater self-confidence or greater self-clarity or um, whatever those shadows end up being. So think of it this way. So if you're using Instagram, you know, to share your photography and you write like a little blurb about each of the, um, about each of the photos, you know, one day you could be taking a picture of like a sound healing bowl and talking about sound healing, but the red thread that connects your brand so that it feels cohesive is that I'm going to talk about sound healing, but I'm going to talk about it, how it helps solve this one problem. 
And then the next day you go and you post a crystal grid and you're going to talk about crystal grids and you're going to let them know how this helps solve that same problem that we talked about yesterday. Right. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Wow. This really came full circle so quickly. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So I just want to, okay. So I always ask the question before I let everybody go. Um, so what's next for you? What's like, I, I would obviously say let this kind of ferment for maybe 48 hours, but um, you know, what takeaways and what next steps do you see happening in the next couple of days? Oh, well, I'm definitely going to work on my game plan and I'm just going to, you know, write out everything that I have to offer and see how I can, you know, link it all together with that thread. And then um, I think what you said about looking at myself three years ago, um, I think it would be good to maybe do some reflection writing on maybe who I was then mm. and see how that can help my clients. And, uh, and then I, I think also, you know, writing out what all my values are and how, not just for business, but for myself, because if I'm reflecting on my past self, then I can see maybe how my values have shifted and how those values have shifted. Mm. And I think this is going to be really good, um, like self-reflection work that Love is it. going to help my client. Cause as you said, it seems like my client is myself. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think you kind of nailed it with, I didn't even think of the word self-reflection, but Leo is, is so out there, um, you know, shining that, but are they taking enough time to self-reflect when they're not on that stage, you know, when they're not out there socializing or, you know, is there enough of that me time to do self-reflection? So you could even say that the problem that you solve is, you know, deepening your relationship with yourself through self-reflection and why that's important because it's going to make you a better leader. It's going to make you um, a creative powerhouse, whatever that ends up being for that, that Leo archetype. But I think that's a great place to start. This is wonderful. Yeah, this was so great. This was even much better than I even expected. I mean, I knew it was going to be great. <laughs> so, so awesome. This really is what I needed at this exact moment. So thank you so much. Perfect. Well, I want to thank you so much, Brianna, for being a part of the Rising Star Project. And for everybody who is listening, who is struggling with time blocking or time management, not quite sure what those next steps for are in your business, think of it this way. Once you know your why and once you know uh, who you're here to serve, that's going to naturally make putting together a game plan or an action plan so much easier because why go out into the world and aimlessly, you know, shoot darts into the air, hoping that something's can stick. It's really about getting more clear. And mm -hmm. then you go and you start, well, where should I, where should I be spending my time this today so that I can start achieving my short and long-term goals? Yeah, and I think also um, taking the time to understand our astrological chart because that is just so significant for me right now. So, and I and I knew that, but I didn't realize it until this call right now. So, yeah, that's really it's it's really really interesting all of it and how it all links together. It's so beautiful. Well, thank you again, Brianna. Thank you to our listeners, and um, I wish you so much success in your business, Brianna. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so, so much. You too. Are you struggling with time management? Setting aside time to work on your higher calling? Do you find yourself procrastinating, wondering what that next step might be? Well, I want to encourage you. Instead of thinking about all the things you should be doing or all the things you're not sure you should be doing, focus on your big why. 
find out what it is that you're really here to do and who you're here to do it for. But most importantly, what problem are you here to solve and work backwards. Once you know your big why and the problem that you're here to solve, then you can choose a medium, whether that's writing, photography, starting a podcast, or even a blog. Just like Brianna, who discovered that her higher calling had to do with her passion for photography, for crystal gritting, shamanism, and being one with Mother Nature. Once you know that, it's going to be a lot easier to block off time. In fact, you just might be excited to get started as soon as possible. It is that momentum and that motivation that you need to succeed, so ask the harder questions. Dig deeper, and don't worry that you haven't completed all of your goals yet. Find out what it is that you want to achieve, and then work backwards to achieve them. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.